0: Hey, I am officially announcing the 6th Annual Shepherds Crook Intensive in Eminence, Missouri, May 16th through the 18th, and we would love to have you there. This year, A.D. Robles is going to be the speaker, along with Matt Reynolds and myself. And we're going to be spending three days, two nights, just having a great time here and really good teaching, but also having a really great time just doing some cool stuff. We're going to have a strongman competition. We're going to have an arm wrestling competition. And we're going to canoe about 50 miles on two of the most amazing rivers in the Midwest. We would love to have you come. If you're looking for a good father-son trip, this is the trip for you. If you're just looking for a really good men's trip, this is the trip for you. We'd love for you to register today. Go to shepherdscrook.co or just reach out to me and I can make sure you're on the list. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This ministry exists to provide coaching, resources, and events for pastors and church members. My name is Jared Sparks. Join me as I talk pastoral ministry, applied theology like manhood and womanhood, political theology, and cultural analysis with a little bit of hunting and fishing thrown in. I'm a husband, a father, and a pastor, and I'm here to remind you of the chief pastor and our King, Jesus. hey everybody welcome back it's the shepherd script podcast hope you guys are having a great day today we're talking to a reoccurring guest today he's uh, the man the myth the legend joey hawkins I'll, I'll give him a shout out and let him introduce himself again here in a minute but i want to remind you of a couple things first i'm wearing this duckworth hoodie again duckworth makes everything here in america they source everything here in america they're a montana-based company and i love what they're doing we're going to be doing a giveaway with them in march of this very uh Polar or not Polaris. This is their powder hoodie, and it's a thick wool hoodie, merino wool, and I love it. It feels good. It's comfy. You got room to move. And from chopping wood like Joey Hawkins to going out skiing, hitting the slopes, or going out on your ranch somewhere, if you need something that's warm and not bulky, then this is the wool shirt for you. It keeps you warm when you're cold. Excuse me, keeps you warm when you're cold and wet. When it's that's a great thing about wool is when it's wet, it insulates. And so you want to go ahead and, and check this out. If you don't, if, if it's not March when this releases, uh, then still check out Duckworth. I'll put it in the show notes. Really great stuff. And it's legacy pieces of clothing. You're going to spend some money buying this hoodie right here, but you'll have it forever. That's their goal is to get something you'll pass on to your your grandkids kind of thing. Sons and Slaves podcast, Raising Sons into Men. That's going great. Fruitful and Fearless with Jordan. And she's doing a great job interviewing different ladies and having a fun time with that. So check all that stuff out. All right. Joey Hawkins, how's it going, man?
1: Pretty good. How are you, man?
0: Fantastic. Can't wait to talk. And I'm also... Uh, we are going to buy another one of your axes for the for the victor uh, on oh, some yes. of these uh, competitions here. So we got to do that. But let's pray, and then we'll also awesome. catch up. But, Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for a friend and a brother in Joey. I thank you for all that's going on through Rise Performance. I thank you for all that's going on through First Christian Church down in Anna and in his life and ministry and his family. It's just awesome to see. I thank you for a, for a brother. And uh, it's just great to catch up and uh, lead this conversation. I trust you all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right man, well just bring people up to speed and you just told me the change in your life with Rise going on staff with them. So just tell people Yeah. Again, maybe they didn't hear our last interview or don't know you from the intensive. So just tell people who you are.
1: Yeah, I'm Joey Hawkins again. I uh, I'm a senior senior minister here at First Christian of uh, Church of Anna coming on uh, just just past the 5 year anniversary mark. So so that was exciting at the first of the year. Um yeah, a little bit of uh, a little bit of an outdoorsman, a little bit of a of a strong man and, and personal trainer, so I've I've been, uh, you know, Jared and I uh, met early when I moved to Southern Illinois, and and I've been involved in axe collecting and restoration for years under my bless my buckskins, uh, an old name that I'd used for many years, and uh, and so I restore axes and old tools uh, for use there. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of uh, in addition to the church ministry as well. I'm part of the team uh, at Rise Performance uh, Six One Eight, uh, which is a gym located here in Southern Illinois, a, a community of gyms. We've got two locations in Anna and one in Carterville, and uh, part of I'm actually the, the marketing director there as well as one of the trainers and uh, uh, working kind of with with regular guys for the most part, uh, regular regular folks that are just wanting to, to in, improve their. Uh, strength and 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 just basic fitness and then i do uh strongman training as well uh through some sunday afternoon events we have pretty regularly as well as competing as a strongman myself Uh, and i go under that that uh, training kind of stuff falls under preacher man i just i I have a facebook page for that and then uh uh, you can find me on instagram under that handle as well
0: yeah all joey's instagrams are pretty fire you got to check it out it's always a good time following him You're also training George. I know George has been sick, and he's been out for a while. But I think he did hit a 500-plus deadlift, and that's one of our elements. Yeah, he hit
1: 500 500 right around the first – before the first of the year. And, yeah, he was finding sickness for a little bit. He's back in the gym. Uh, plugging away. I appreciate his, his tenacity and sticking with it. Um, You know, we're, we're going through kind of, kind of transitioning with him to, to get to just a, where we can focus him on weight loss and, you know, without getting into personal stuff, but just, just a goal for him uh, that he has, but dude's strong. I mean, and Mm -hmm. and I, I always try to give him that perspective, like the stuff he can do is, is percent of percents, you know, when it comes to, to what people can do uh, uh, as far as lifting weight. So, and, and obviously an elder there at, at Christchurch, Um Uh, awesome. Yeah. Zero, as much as a client, he's a friend. And so he's a blessing to work with. That's cool. Okay. Real practical
0: question. I feel like you probably know, by the way, I ordered for the shepherd's crook intensive. I, I ordered a grip test strength thing. So I oh, know we yeah. have those, those hand things, but it'll be cool to see who has the strongest grip too. That, that yes, could be another awesome. giveaway or something, but, uh, I'm doing the, what is it, the bar? It's not a straight deadlift bar. I'm deadlifting with one of those where you step in and you hold on the sides. Strap
1: bar or hex bar, they call hex them. Hex bar,
0: a hex bar. So percentage-wise, let's just say I do, I get a goal and say I hit 375. I deadlift 375 with that hex bar. What would that equate to with just a straight deadlift bar? What, you think I could get so, like 350?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, usually you can you can count on that being somewhere like like an 80% of, of what you did. Like, that's just a, a hard and fast rule with that. There's there's no no... You know, straight translation. The thing with like a hex bar and a trap bar is it—you technically move with that more like you would move with a squat than you would with a with a, a straight bar. Yeah, deadlift. yeah,
0: that's right because you're not bending over so, nearly as much.
1: You're just going. You're, you're really straight not. Down. You would, yeah, you have a very straight up upright torso, which you know you want as upright a torso as you. can can when you get into into the deadlift as well that's that's desirable but you know the the mechanics just move differently uh so you know without you know just 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 spitballing like i said that 80 percent number is Mm -hmm. is is about what you can expect and that's what i'll i'll have some guys test you know i'll run them first with a trap bar and uh you know if they want to you know change the goal and work on regular deadlifting usually that's kind of what we drop down to okay is that kind of percentile gotcha i'm on this program now and it I figured at
0: my age, if I really tried to crush it and do a ton of sets and lift heavy, that it probably wouldn't be a good idea. What I've what I'm doing with Tyler Ramsey. Do you remember Tyler? He went on. He's yes. gone on the trip. Yeah. There, okay. mm-hmm. So Tyler got me set up with this. Just uh, we got weights at his house in his gym, and we're doing a 14 mm-hmm. week, and it's basically a 5% incremental growth. Where perfect. Like I go in, and I'll deadlift two days a week, but like the my Monday. So I did Monday Friday. So Monday I only did three sets of seven of 240. Okay. And then that's it. And then yep. tomorrow I'll go in and I think I've got to do uh four sets of four of two seventy five or something like that. Okay. And then that's it. And yep. same thing with bench press. So like your bench press, you're you're just incrementally going up. And so mm. I, I kind of thought, well, I'm going to take the long term here and not try to build really fast. And so I'm literally like now probably a year and a half into lifting or more. And fortunately, I've not gotten any injury, injuries or anything, but it's been fun, man. It's been yep. fun. I finally broke through some plateau barriers that I, I had struggled breaking through.
1: Well, not, you you said that part. Fortunately, not getting in, into injuries. Like to me, that's where the benefit of good programming, a good strength coach comes in. If if I okay. look at like you know my my time lifting, coming up on four years now, um, almost four years weightlifting, and then three years specifically in strongman, um, remaining injury free and and thinking about longevity. Being a big part of this is is part of it. Like Mark Felix um, uh, just retired from the pro strongman scene. Got in at 37 years old as a pro strongman, retiring at either 57 or 58. Oh
0: my gosh, um, unbelievable! Yeah, you know,
1: just unbelievable stuff. Where he's had that he's had that longevity, and that's at like competing at the top level. Like, no, he never won one World Strongest Man, but he went to like 18 World Strongest Man competitions. Oh my gosh, and placed at the finals a few years during that time, and. And again, was always one where he he he's got an incredible grip strength. And so he would win like grip and endurance events like that just, just handily. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, you look at that like like thinking about your goals again, like we all get the I want to deadlift, you know, X number. I want to bench press X number, and it's like think about like I want to be bench pressing and deadlifting at X age. Like then it comes into it's like it's a it's a good goal uh, to be to be thinking about those those type of things. And there's there's all sorts of examples of guys who are who are lifting weights into their um, seventies, you know, and some of them putting up numbers that are impressive still.
0: Yeah. So you're mid thirties. You're what are you 37 now? 37? 37. Yep. You're 37. Okay. How are you yep. feeling? You feeling, I mean, pretty, I mean, you haven't had ma- major injuries. So, I mean,
1: no, so- no. I mean, literally my first strongman comp, I actually, I, I, I popped a, a um, muscle right here in my neck. Um, and, and again, we were talking, I, I had that happen, came back for a week, shoveled snow. Cause it was during that 2021, you know, uh, uh, snowstorm we had down here. And then I got COVID right after that. And mm-hmm. so my recovery was this funny recovery of like, recovering from covid at the same time but i worked with you know a chiropractor and and some physical therapists that had uh, phenomenal you know uh, uh, work to to do on rehab and i was always very diligent about doing that okay and uh, and so really that injury is just a, a minor one and and sometimes i've got i've got an injury my forearm that had probably happened when I was in my first camp ministry, uh, cutting trees and dropped a log, uh, on my, on my hand pretty good. And, uh, and again, that one rehabbed that injury. So, so, you know, my injuries have been these kind of small weird ones. Um, but like I said, longevity wise, I've been able to train during all those times when I was recovering around those injuries and then kind of with them in the sense of like strengthening so that they, uh, you know, you can prevent re injury and things like that. But, but yeah, it's like I said, it's been for me, I've been very blessed with working with the coach, coaches and teams. And, and Dawson Montfort is uh, one of the owners here at Ryzen. And uh, he, um, you know, top notch, strongman competitor for uh, kind of the late uh, 2010s there. And he, uh, uh, his experience and his his research and, and the way the style that he takes for training has been extremely helpful uh, for cool. remaining injury free. Awesome.
0: Well, I'll have to put some links to, in the show notes
1: to rise for local folks yeah. that
0: maybe down in Anna or something that might be listening. Uh, they probably awesome. know. i They're probably know of you. That's probably where they're listening. But um, OK, so you also and, and by the way, if you guys don't know, Joey, a tree falls on his arm and the real concern is how is the tree? So that's
1: yeah. the concern. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, so did you get you got a couple deer this year, didn't you?
1: Didn't yeah. Yeah. You? Um, Yes, I'm trying. To, I think I got four actually. You got four? To, nice. No, no, I got three. I got three. Okay. How many so with a bow? Many and with I took. A gun? No, no, I did get four. I actually shot one with a bow. Um, I it was. A, I got out two two days bow hunting. It was the first day I went out, and the the guy was hunting. out. he just wants all deer shot off, so antlers, whatever spike, and and uh, this little little spike walked up, and it was cool because I've I've always wanted to do this where you shoot a deer and they didn't realize you shot them. It was the yeah. first time that happened. So put an arrow just right through, I mean, right through his boiler maker. And he took about six steps and kind of stood there Mm -hmm. like what happened. And then he actually staggered up the hill towards my truck. uh, And so I I saw him sort of, and then he died at the edge of the next field up from this little ridge I was hunting on. And so, uh, uh, so yeah, so I shot him and then I got one during first I think first shotgun season and then second shotgun season. I tagged two does uh, in, in the same group that that came in. One of those actually uh, sent with George. Uh, oh, I, nice! So, I, there, you know, there's always people that that want a deer or that yeah, hate definitely an extra one. So yeah,
0: that's cool. Where, where do you take it to get processed? Because I tried to take mine. I got, I just got one little one this year, and I tried to take it to Triple C, and they oh. were closed. They wouldn't even take it.
1: Yeah. Though, no, they're there. Triple C is, I got into triple C this year. I didn't last year. So the first season, it was a little, it was just a little button buck I shot and actually I was headed up to Iowa. So I, I literally just took that deer with me. I, I gave a little bit to a buddy to throw in with his trimmings. Cause he had shot one that on, on Friday as well. And then I just took the rest of it to my parents. Cause my dad hadn't shot one for a few years. So I was like, well, I'll, okay. I'll just cut up the meat up there. You know and again with a button buck, you know, I'm, I'm talking, I maybe took up 20 pounds of meat once right. I debunked it and everything. And, uh, and then, yeah, I take them, I take them to triple C when I can get in, I almost can never get one in the first season. And I, if I get them in the second, it it'll. that's usually when I can, can get them done.
0: Yeah, man, those triple C guys are the coolest Mennonites. We, I was there and I told oh, them, they're... cause because Ransom told me something funny. He's like, dad, when I grow up, I want to be a Mennonite or an Amish, an uh, Amish guy. I was like, well, <laughs> why, buddy? He's like, because they dress so cool. Yeah. And uh, so I told the Mennonite guys there at, at triple C and they just got the biggest kick out of that, that main guy that's always in the office there.
1: Yeah, they run. I mean, well, and and they're good businesses to work for. They're probably I mean, so loaded, here, dude. Uh, well, they run. I mean, we've got we've got right next to our church. I mean, literally from where I'm facing here, uh, about 100 150 yards through the field is uh, the Farmstead Market, which is like a you know a a little uh, grocery store that they have. Phenomenal food, phenomenal to work for. Um, one of the guys who trains with us, a strong man, he's not a Mennonite, but he works out at the Mennonite shop there that's just down from where Triple C is, uh, Martin's, phenomenal business. And I always joke that, like, you could – I mean, if I was to go out there and work for them, I would just pour my lunch on the floor and eat off the floor of their shop <laughs> because, like, it's that clean. Like, they just – they run a, like, an incredible uh, – now, again, you, like – you you pay for your service there, but you get top-notch yeah. service on your vehicles. And then yeah, triple C, you just can't. They they put that new the the new setup they have, uh, which he showed me one day for how they process deer. It's just awesome. Like they've really? got a system going now and and uh and they've they've really scaled that as as best they can. So it's cool. good business.
0: All right, let's gear shift the yeah. intensive. One of the things we're gonna do is that strongman competition. In my mind, I'm wondering, okay, what lifts are we gonna do and how are we gonna do this? Because we've got like Matt Reynolds all the way down to, to younger boys that are like eight, nine years old. So what are you thinking? What are we going to do? And uh, on a scale of one to 10, how how much fun is this going to be?
1: Well, so I, my, my goal is probably to come up with just three different events that we'll compete at. You'll kind of explain the event, allow people to, you know, to practice a bit and then we'll uh, we'll have um, you know, time runs for each of the events. So probably what I'm going to have looking at three different things uh, probably end up involving that, uh, uh, that axle uh press again and yep. working on that. I've got Good. light enough axle that even some of the young boys. How, you how know, much was that ahead. last year? How much was that? We, that axle press? I think the one that we were doing for reps that day for repetitions, I like to say we were just running like one forty five or so. It was either one thirty five okay. or one forty five. Okay. Gotcha. Um and uh and Heatherly and so, got how many he get, man? That dude oh, got million. like I mean it was it was twenty plus. It was unreal. But, yeah. That's, I mean, you know, guys like that. And again, if you've been like, if you've been putting reps in the gym for 15 years, 20 years, like there's, there's guys like that, That again, they won't have been in strong man, but you know, if he's bench pressing for reps like that, like, man, some of those guys will just, they'll just school you and it's just experience, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll scale. So probably doing a, an axle press. Uh, I'll probably do a farmer's uh, carry again and bring some of those handles. And we'll actually, that's uh, uh, the style I'll probably go for will be a combo of kind of a deadlift and a carry so that they call fat back farmers, uh, where you, you have to carry it down, deadlift it several times and then, and then bring it back. And then I think we're going to end up doing a sandbag, either a carry carrier sandbag to shoulder. So we'll be working with, with three pretty approachable stuff. Last year we had the Atlas stones and dude, they're, they're a ton of fun. Um, but they're a little intimidating for for some people. So the nice thing about all three of those movements is that they're pretty, pretty approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, a move Very cool. that, that we'll be working at. So yeah, I'll come up with some sort of, you know, it, 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 may end up being like four different weight schemes by the time we set it, where we have our, we have our youngest guys go first with the lightest stuff. We'll have some of our, like our high schoolers, um, you know, and, uh, and 20 somethings run through a mid-weight one. And then we'll have uh, a one for the old, for the white grown being. men, uh, for the grown men, we'll have a lightweight one and a heavyweight. So we'll just keep <laughs> it simple. So that's right.
0: Yeah, uh, I love it, man. That's cool. Hey, by the way, I've got a book here that I think you'd really like. I heard Eric Kahn mention it Ooh. recently, but Mark Goldman sent me this. And Go- Goldman, by the way, has gotten a lot stronger over the last year. And well, he's he, always yeah, been. He's,
1: oh, you were last year. Yeah, he's already been yeah, strong.
0: But he's and he's stronger this year. But he told me about this book. Dude, this is a really good book. Non Christian yeah. guy, but a lot of really just common grace That's lays cool. throughout this thing. It's pretty cool. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Um, so. A lot of fun, I think, uh, for those that are coming on the trip. There's something special about it. There is a good camaraderie that's developed over the years. Uh, you know, Justin Schweitzer, he's an intensive legend, and he, he comes down. And Justin's kind of like a fatherly guy. He's a guy that just gets stuff done. I'm going to have him. Uh, we're going to do some shooting, which is always fun, north of town. Uh, Justin and John did this, uh, always did, started off the intensive with, uh, not combat, with self-defense training. That was really yeah. good. But I think the... We go up north of town. There's a shooting range. We shoot some guns, and then we come back and do a strongman competition on that first night. I think that'll be a really great afternoon, evening, and guys can go fishing if they want to go fishing. They don't have to do these things. They're options, but man, yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And then the winner, we'll just decide right now, I need to buy like a $100 axe from you. So like, okay. like a really nice axe that's yep. something that's just uh, at your your call, just something really cool that you think's cool, and then the winner of the strongman. Oh, yeah competition. We'll get that. Awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was up. So, uh, now let's uh, talk ministry a little bit. I'm curious how the archery program has been going. How's that been? And, uh, your kids too, like, uh, how things going with your kids? I've seen them growing yeah. up on Instagram and stuff and how's Michelle and the kids? Yeah. How's everybody? How's everybody doing?
1: they're doing good that with the kids we've, we've been doing uh, the upwards basketball program through one of our churches here, um, which I, I've really enjoyed. It's been, it's been good to see them, um, you know, to, to kind of develop in that way and take some, um, some initiative. So we've had them as uh, part of upwards. Um, and I've been actually assistant coaching with that as well. And which oh. has been good to to learn. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know the first thing about basketball, but uh, I'm a little bit more uh, experienced now from, from what I know. Uh, um, and that's working with some great coaches as well mm-hmm. uh, through that. So we're doing that through the, the Anna Heights Baptist church down here. But, oh, yeah. We've cool. have night. Uh, it's our, I guess it'll be our fourth year for, uh, Um, for center shot archery, which is again, a a, a national program run out of, I think run out of Baptist churches with the background. Um, And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we basically, we tear down our, during center shot season, we tear down all the chairs in our sanctuary and set up a range uh, during the week. We had a lot of kids that were sick this week. So we only had six at our program last night, but our general attendance runs about 15 um, with all the kids that are between the two. We run a younger group and an older group. Um, and so our, our, a lot of our kids graduated, if you will, from a, from the younger group to the older program. So we're, we only run about four to five students in there right now. And then, like I said, about eight to 10 in that, uh, in that junior high, high school group. It's it's just been a good basic ministry, a practical one. Um, you know, again, it's, it's, it's one of those where it's a, it's a starting point, uh, in the sense of just building competency. You get to Mm -hmm. see a lot of kids, especially the kids that, that we kind of get in there, um, you know, what will lack some confidence in just some of these competency-based things where it's like, no, you can, you can improve your archery by, um, by, you know, and center shot has, they call the 11 steps of archery success. Uh, and when you apply those principles and just like simply work through them and start to, to be diligent and applying how, how you, how you execute on those, you see improvement. And Mm -hmm. even last night we had one, one young lady, she, uh, um, Tremendous, tremendous student, uh, asked good questions uh, and 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 was kind of troubleshooting what was going on with her last night, trying to figure out her aiming point and some different things like that. And she received instruction really well. And you could just kind of see and it gives us a chance to, to build these kids up and again, say, hey, there's other other avenues to which you can apply this within life um, mm-hmm. that, you, you know, again, you can you can build those things up, and especially in today's day and age where even within our local sports programs with the school or with the, the, the leagues that are organized, you know, through the town, like uh, attendance is dropping off. Like parents are, Mm -hmm. are not putting their kids in these, in these situations. And, uh, and some of that can go with, you know, with the, the over the the incredible commitment that sports culture places on people uh, that has been excessive. I've seen people shifting back to where they're going, no, I'm not, I'm not going to kill my kids doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's that that worry that you have where, the, where kids are not learning actual skills. And, yeah, and right. So yeah, it's well, been a great program for us.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And not learning skills and competencies, and also the problem of not being physically challenged or emotionally or mentally challenged to overcome difficult things or to learn a skill that's difficult to learn. And I, I think that's critical, and that's a part of uh, what this – this book is Comfort Crisis, by the way. I just remembered that I didn't say the name of the book, and everybody that's listening on audio rather than watching yeah, on YouTube, we're like, right. what? tell us <laughs> the name of the book. Yeah. Uh, it's comfort Crisis by Michael the, Easter. The
1: comfort Crisis. Yeah.
0: And – you know, I think that's critical. So I love that you're doing that. Uh, very cool. Um, well, yeah, that's,
1: you know, these, these bows, these bows have like an adjustable draw weight. And so we'll get a student that comes in and we have to lighten the bow, the bow weight. And I'll look at them and I say, I don't want to leave you here. And they'll, and, and literally the way that if, if you lighten the bow weight to a certain point, uh, of the five arrows, they shoot about one every time will bounce off the target just because it doesn't have enough penetration power. Mm -hmm. And I'll look at them saying, Hey, you want to, you want to be a better archer? do pushups every day. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. 10 pushups. And then I see these kids that'll apply themselves in that way. And they get, again, the reward of, Hey, hey like tighten up my bow this week. I know I'm ready to, to go up to that next level. So again, you get, you push them in a variety of different ways. It's good. That's cool.
0: That's really cool. Okay. One more. And for those that are not listening, I'll put this picture on Instagram. I just did today actually. So I know that Tozer quote that, that, uh, you'll, you'll recognize this. This is the image of yeah. the the shirt this year, Brandon did this, put this together. Fear nothing with mortal breath, Tozer, and that's, that's going to go. Awesome. That's going to go on the back, and then on the front, it'll just be a nice logo. But we're going to have a really cool shirt this year. And uh, you know, I know that at least at one time that quote, yeah, you you'd said you'd quoted that in a passage. But something that both of us have really, I, I think, uh, tried to walk in in the last few years is just Christian courage, just the basics of Christian courage. Yes. And doing that in particular in the in a pastoral ministry, and what I appreciated just from watching you, Joey, is you have been leading from the front and doing difficult things in pastoral ministry through what you say vocally and publicly, and then just what through you practice, you know, through strongman stuff. And uh, man, I appreciate it. I think a lot of people, um, whether they vocalize that or not, in your congregation or in your friend sphere. I've really appreciated that. So thanks a ton, man. Uh, What have you learned in the last three years in pastoral ministry for the pastors that are listening in? What have you learned about, um, about the importance of courage in ministry and in life or the ability to go out and do difficult things and why that's important for not just pastors, but for men in general? I mean, for uh,
1: certainly the, 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 I mean, uh, the pastoral ministry, and even, even when I preach, you know, I'll, I'll talk about this where I, you know, I'm, I'm sharing my perspective as a pastor or, or talking, you know, to use an old Rush Limbaugh term inside baseball, you know, about stuff that happens as me as a pastor, but that, that applies, you know, I, I find when I talk about myself that way, that people who aren't in pastoral ministry, um, find those same applications. It's, it's not that if I'd say over the past three years, um, you know, there, there's a degree to which you have to kind of come to the point, especially with what we experienced through 2020 and, and 2021, where, where you don't care what those other voices think when you know what's right and you have to stand on your convictions. Absolutely. But part of it has been discerning, again, the internal dialogue that I have um, and the, the stuff that can be destructive that way, where... Um, if I'm I'm listening to to you know an intrusive thoughts is one of those overused phrase in, in today's you know um self-help kind of language but this idea that like that that what you're doing uh mentally and and how you just need to simply be uh focused on on um what's true and speaking that I had a had a mentor that I connected with this last year and uh in and one of the helpful most helpful things he he taught me and it's nothing it's nothing uh, uh, really deep in the insight, but he goes, you know, when, when you're, when you're interacting with yourself and when you're talking with yourself, he goes, uh, uh you have to ask yourself, is the thought true? And is the thought helpful? Hmm. Um, and, and just sort of weed things out with that simple of a, of a, of a mentality. And I look at this past Sunday was one of the, it, it's historically the, the, just to due to some community events, that are always on the calendar. It's historically a very discouraging Sunday for me. I anticipate low, low attendance. Uh, in, in addition, I was feeling sick. In addition, I'd had some, uh, uh, some changes come up to the, to the strongman competition. I was competing in this weekend and there was somebody had passed away. I mean, it was one of those where like, it was 12 things. Mm. And, uh, I had one of the, the, the men of my church pray over me, uh, just in this office, uh, this morning and, and sent him a text thanking him for that. But at the same time, like by God's grace, and 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 learning to apply discipline even within my own thoughts. I made it through a Sunday that typically I would have a slump week of like a couple weeks afterwards, just like, oh, you know, mm. like boo. And yeah, um, you know, I'm firing all cylinders. I, I'm coming in, I had to shift some things around with the strongman competition to where I instead of competing in an open class, I am now bumping up to the pro class, which Ooh. is a level I have not competed at. Uh, and dude, I'm I'm scared. I'm so excited though. And that's that's it. Like, that's the thing. Like, like, and and that's what comes down to with courage too. Like, man, I'm scared. I'm so excited. Like, like that mentality has just built a burning fire within me in the past three years Mm -hmm. to even when I apply that within ministry situations, like, like, Oh man, like there's just like, there's so much grace that, and, and so much, uh, uh, ministry work that gets done when you start taking initiative, taking ownership within your own, uh, within your own life and, yeah. uh, and within, and, and really again, dominion over the things that God has given you in, in your life. And then applying that to, to working, uh, in ministry in my family, uh, in my own personal life, I it's, it's just, just awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, that's good stuff yeah fellas this has been a great conversation and i'm telling you you want to get to know joey come to the intensive it's going to be a lot of fun he's also the resident cook of the of the intensive this year Andy's yes. not going they're going to be having a baby and joey yeah. has been the cook for i don't know two two or three of the i, I think this year is the sixth annual trip i think it's the sixth
1: it, it is and yeah because i this is i've and i missed one of those years so yeah i would have been four other times so were you there so, yeah, at the one I where almost, was...
0: were you the other one where almost everybody died
1: Oh yeah. That was, okay. that was the best year, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was the best year. Seriously. So, uh, you, you hear that folks and I'm telling you, you gotta come, you gotta make sure and be there. Eminence, Missouri, yeah. March, May, May 14th to the 16th. But Hey man, it's been a lot of fun. And, yes. uh, I, you know, I appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks a ton. Not 14th. I think it's May 6th. Let me look at it real quick. I don't I want to get yeah, out, like, uh, wrong yep. dates. 16th through the 18th, I believe. Correct. That's Let's see. It. April, May. Yeah. 16th through the 18th, not 14th to the 16th, 16th, yes. 18th. Mark your calendars, make sure and be there. And, uh, well, Joey, appreciate you, man. Everybody, we've been talking to Joey Hawkins. Appreciate you, too, brother. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to the Shepherd's Crook podcast. For more information, you can go to shepherdscrook.co. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes. And if you want to become a member of the Shepherd's Crook, please message me and we'll get you on the list. We hope you have a great rest of your day.